Hi, folks. Uh, it's a letter show, so no content warning. That I mean, we know of. Other than the usual. No, I've read all the letters. It's oh, fine. okay. Yeah. No, I always read them in advance oh, before well, reading yes, them yes, on Yes, of course. That doesn't mean that we might not be interrupted by, I don't know, adorable cats, pushy dogs, pushy cats. Loud chickens. Loud chick. Yeah, it's still light out. That's that's always a little weird. I'm so glad it's still light out. Like, well, yeah. It's oh man. Sorry, I'll talk about that later. Carry on. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. Next thing, we swear. Oh God, do we yes. swear? Yeah. And if you have a a low tolerance for that sort of thing, mm, yeah, you're warned now. Yes. Yeah. So hi, welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 194. We'll have letters for you in a little bit. Um, I am currently booked through the end of May for interviews. That's pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, I'm really excited about the interview we'll have for episode 201. Uh, that one was almost a year <laughs> in the making, so <laughs> really excited about it. And we've got some really good ones coming up between now and then as well. So, yeah. But more importantly, it's light out. Oh, God, is it light out? It's it, it like, I know it's, God, how is it April? We went from the March that lasted a thousand years to the March that vanished in an eye blink. It's like 2020 stole 2021's March and added it at the end because yeah, it, I know, this I know. March did not last at all. Um, so, yeah, uh, but it's getting light out later and... I had forgotten how late it would be light out, and it's not even, yep. you know, summer yet, but it's seven-something, and it's light out, and it was getting dark at five earlier. Yeah. And, and like, and, not that long ago, like ten minutes ago. It feels like, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's a thing. Uh, what's really interesting about it is my, I have to change my routine, because it used to be I would finish with work finish with work, let's say that clearly, right? I would go outside, I would put the chickens away, make sure everybody was in their coops, all the doors were closed, all that stuff, and then I would come in and have dinner. And now, like, in the blink of an eye, it feels like, because it, it went really quick. It really did. I'm now like, okay, I guess I can have dinner, and we may even be able to record an entire show. Without you having to go put the chickens without away. Without me having, yeah, and... Yeah, so... And I'm getting up earlier. Like, all the things I tried to do, and now I'm just waking up at 10, 15. Yeah. And I I don't know if this teaches me to just not even bother, although I think the sun lamp did help. <laughs> but it's so hard to tell because you can never double-blind yourself. Like, I can't compare two years and say one helped and one didn't, or I was less stressed with the sun lamp than not, because, uh, you know... Last year... Would have broken every stress test. Yeah. yeah and, and, yeah, there, there's no way to, like, really compare you under stress to not under stress, necessarily. Yeah, and we'll probably have to, like, look at adjusting some things. Like, we had talked about, like, me turning on your sun lamp just before I go downstairs to go to work. Yes. Uh, and that is something we can do in the winter. Don't really need to do anymore. No, because now, like, I'm up like an hour later. Yeah, earlier. Earlier. Or no, no, like, like, well, like, you go down to bed at, like, you start work at 9, right? Around 9, yeah. Yeah, and I'm getting up at, like, 10, 10, 15. Yeah, 
So it's it's odd. And I mean, that doesn't mean that I can't still sleep till noon, given the chance. Right. Which I happily will. But uh, I can also wake up and go, I am now awake. And I'm getting better about waking up and being like, I am awake. I will just get up instead of, I'm awake. Let me see if I can go back to sleep for an hour or whatnot. Right, right. And part of that is just, you know... Uh, I suppose mental exhaustion or whatnot with well the you know, yeah. and I it's it's know. a lot easier to do that when it's dark out. It really is. Yeah, if you're waking up in the middle of winter and it's like seven or eight and it's dark out because it's cloudy or rainy or whatever. Well, and also yeah. it's been blazingly sunny for the oh last God. week, so mm -hmm. that probably has a lot to do with it. Because if it was gray. I could probably go back to sleep, but as it is, it's like, sun, go out and garden, damn it. Plus, and, the sun shines right in that window on yes. your side of the bed. And I have also, I woke up today, and there was a hound, like, with her nose wedged against my back. Shaw was on my feet. Orange was on my feet. I was like, I'm, I'm covered in cats, and the dog is yeah. wedged against me, yes. Uh yeah, I'm talking about you, Hound. I said your name. Yes. Oh, dear. You're very pretty. So how's your week been? Uh, so far, so good. I mean, uh, this week is my on-call week uh, with a day off, as it were, for new new chicken. Which we really hope will be arriving tomorrow, but yep. there it might be delayed because the post office sucks. So now we're all in terror of... Right. Well, we're recording on Tuesday, so tomorrow yes. is, is Wednesday, and this will release the day after that. Right. So. So You'll we'll probably know, know yeah, yes. before you actually hear this. Yes. Uh, so that's, I mean, that's, but that's the big weight right now um, on that front. Uh, I've been doing, it's not been, how do I phrase this? It isn't exciting work, but it's important work. Yeah. You know, um, it feels a little tedious at times because of how it has to be done. But at the end of the day, it's actually kind of important to what we do and how we do things and so it's been i'm sorry the two cats the two adult cats are glaring at each other on my desk this is not good no that is the they both wish to be in the prime spot and there's only one prime spot that being of course on kevin's keyboard well <laughs> not always Sometimes it's on Kevin's mouse hand. Most that's mostly orange. Yes. But uh, keyboards keyboards happen. A anyway, it's not exciting work, but it's still important work. And I recall several years ago at at a prior two jobs ago, um, having someone come up and say, "Look, well, our vice president." of engineering come out and say, "Look, this isn't exciting work. This isn't the sexy work. This isn't." the you know this isn't a new feature or anything like that but it's important and it has to be done and you know it was sort of like a, a you know a wake-up call for some of the engineers who are just like oh well i don't need to worry about x because i'm working on fancy new feature y even though x you know improves the stability of the product they didn't care they were excited about new feature right and so you know and that's all too common. So, oh, yeah. um, but I'm I'm happy to do it. 
Uh, and I'm on, like I said, I'm on call this week. So uh, I have like space to be able to do it. Like we have a directive from our director that says a directive from the director. How, how <laughs> exciting. Uh, but basically. Is it a direct directive from the director? Actually, I think he's the VP, but he's the <laughs> acting director for our group for oh, a couple months. I'm so. not even going to try to say Yeah, that. I know, right? That is essentially if you are on call, you are on call. And your job is to be on call. <coughs> and if that means taking time to fix a problem or make on call better for other people, do that. Right. So, um, you know, it's it's sort of like I'm on call and working on thing X, therefore I have a get out of jail free card. Which is nice. Oh, yeah. You know, that way it, it's not, hey, what you up to? Can you go look at this and have something dropped on my lap? Which sort of is the thing I'm working on right now anyway. But... It gives us, it gives me the space to go. No, I can, I can focus on this one thing or that one thing in this big complex machine that is a, a cloud service. Like you have no, oh my god, I, I, I prefer not to. Yeah. No. As soon as I start thinking about how complicated systems are, I it amazes me that there's ever toilet paper at the grocery store. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I once there there used to be this thing, right? When we were diagramming, this is back in the '90s when there were uh, different before the cloud as we know it existed, and there was a particular protocol called X25. And basically, every diagram for this was like it comes from you know your computer to a router to and then a cloud with X25 on the label, and just a big blank cloud, right? No talk about what actually goes on in the cloud in that. In, in that protocol. And then I had to start like helping companies set it up and, and do it. And I found out what goes on and that you don't want to know. You don't want to know. I looked at it and said, it's, you know, a miracle. This fucking works. You've got to be kidding me. Fortunately, I was in New York. And so my boss looked at me and says, no, it is kind of a fucking miracle. It works. And, um, what, what's the joke? Uh, at any given time, the internet is held together by a dozen people, almost all of whom are furries, and if they all go on vacation at the same time, <laughs> civilization will collapse. I, I've, I will say that, yes, the, the weeks of further confusion can get a little hairy, uh, no pun intended, um, because that's, you know, all the... Uh, you think I'm joking, people, but seriously, furries are massively represented in computer tech. There's, there's a lot on the server side uh, from, yeah, no... Uh, yeah, when, when further confusion happens, like, that's in San Jose and all, all the big name, we call it the FANG companies, Facebook, Apple, Google, um, Netflix, I, Netflix, yeah, yeah, all those companies are in San Jose and surrounding areas, and so, <laughs> like, for four days, all of them are at the con. Yeah. You know, all of the furries in tech are at the con. The same is true for um, uh, East Coast when Anthrocon rolls around. Yep. And then there's some weird crossover, not weird crossover, that, that isn't quite right, but there's a, a, a gap from both sides of the coasts when Midwest Fur Fest rolls around. It's, it's true. It really is true. Yeah, like, I'm not saying that all the people who run the internet are furries, but furries are massively overrepresented as a demographic there. I mean... <laughs> And I, I love furries, obviously. So yeah, you know, no, that's we, not a we, complaint. We, you know, I just, I just think it's funny that um, if there were, 
if there were an outage during further confusion, half the con might just empty out as everybody's phone goes off. You're such a nice person. I think if we dropped a bomb on further confusion, we could cripple the internet. Okay. That... Why are you... Because I'm a writer. You... Do you really want to be a supervillain? No, I don't want to be a supervillain. But you always come up with the supervillain ideas. Sure. Okay, just because hog waste lagoons are objectively the best place to put a body does not make me a supervillain. And? Listen, if they want to dive for that corpse in the sewage lagoon, they've earned it. They can put me in jail. And now you've come up with a plan to take out half the internet with one event, and let's see, what else have we got going on in there? What? <laughs> I'm Any... a writer, we think things. Yeah. We would never do the things. Every every time somebody is like, how how can you, you, you married her, you live with her, I'm like, yes, and as long as she keeps writing it on the paper, that means she doesn't feel the need to make it in real life, because the day she decides she needs to make it in real life, we are all in trouble. I wouldn't, you you know I am a deeply, okay, ethical may not be the phrase. I'm far too nice a person to, to ever do things to that would willingly hurt other people like that. I do write some horrific shit. I yeah. will give you that, but, I mean. Yeah. It, I'm. What? <laughs> I, okay, so the thing is, I, I finally got around to watching the last two seasons of Venture Brothers. Okay. So I have the super villain, super scientist, or hero, whatever thing kind of going on. And it's just like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm the henchman who builds everything. Believe me, if I had Poison Ivy's powers, mm -hmm. the world would be a very different place. Yeah. A, a friend of our, a friend of mine, uh, 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 an online friend of mine, even uh, who we've never met in person, uh, wrote me into one of his uh, books as a supervillain, and uh, the gardener, and had a a uh, uh, her like pet was named Mulchy and was a sentient mulch pile, and uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, we have letters this week. Yes. I, we, I wait. I did stuff this week. You did. I'm just. I just wanted to make sure that we got as far away. I'm sorry. I dragged us down that rabbit hole. Of, now, of what yeah. super villainy? Yeah. I well, I was writing. That's the thing. Oh well. Okay then. Not on any project that is due anytime soon, but I was totally inspired to write on this other thing. Because you have things that are due. Right, and there's nothing so inspirational as a deadline on something else. Mm-hmm. Yep. I should really finish this novella by like July. So basically, you're going to be going mad in June. Oh my God, oh my God, this thing is due. Oh no, but I have all these other things. Maybe. The good news, good news though. Um, it's still early April, right? Yes, it's still early April. Okay. But we don't have to do Anthrocon prep again this year. No, yes, I know. It's, it's <laughs> nice. Also, I have been able to sit out in the garden and write, yes. which is lovely. Uh, because I, I can do the carrot and stick thing, which is if you sit and write words now, then you can go plant a thing. You can go divide the big hosta if you have written enough words. 
You can go ask your husband to move the very, very large, very, very heavy pot. Which you shouldn't have to move again uh, because the stuff didn't overwinter, so I'm just going to take cuttings next year and or this year and not uh, not try to bring the pots in. So you should be fine. You're blinking at me. The internet can't see you looking at me over your glasses. That's true. That's true. I was waiting for the what? Um, <laughs> there will be other things to move. Oh, yes, always. Yep. I made you drive Corten steel edging yeah. over the weekend. Yeah, I, I learned many lessons about Corten steel and driving edging, and uh, we will do it probably a little differently next time. If there is a next time. It's a miraculous substance. It's, Sculptors it's, love it. Uh, no, I understand that. Alrighty, so that's that's what we've been up to, and yes, staying productive, and you're going to get a deep dive from me in a little over a month, six episodes from now. But first. But first, we have this month's letters. Yes. And they are awesome, and we will have those for you right after this. I should mention at this point that on top of it being sunny and warm, it's fucking pollen season again. Oh, yeah. My car, which is normally an incredibly dark gray, is greenish gray now. My, my black truck is a chartreuse truck. Yeah, yeah. So um, The thing I like is when you're using your, your devices outside and like the screen, and you can see the little tiny dots of pollen covering it after just a few seconds. It's I, I kind of cool. Mean, I've had to wipe pollen off my glasses like three times already today. Yeah. Um, and I need to I need to remember to put my mask on. Just leaving the house now to keep that out of my my system. I can feel it in my sinuses right now. Um, You'd actually ask, oh, it's going to be nice. Maybe we should open up the windows. I'm like, no. And it's purely because of the yellow devil out there. Well, the problem is that the, uh, the, uh, you ho- you, one of your gadget lust things was the atmospheric sensors. And so I keep getting texts that, oh my God, the CO2 level is over a thousand parts per million. And I panic and I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God, we're going to be asphyxiated. Oh God. And then it's like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, this was, this did not make my life I, better. I don't know why it's alerting you. We need to fix that. What do we even do when it's over that? Um, mostly just turn on a fan to get air circulating. But according to the thing, we spent a good chunk of last fall with like much higher CO2 in the house. So I'm not sure how accurate it actually is. Yeah, well, that or we were, you know, groggy and irritable and suffering low brain function. How would we tell it's in the middle of winter of, and, yeah. And plague and everything yeah. else. It's really hard to say. Anyway, we have letters. Yes. Yes. 
Uh, and so our first letter is from our friend Natalie. Natalie! And someday we will see you again in person. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to link the uh, the indoor and outdoor weather sensors. We Sergey, quit being a jackass. Get down from there. Will you go get the spray bottle while I yes. explain? Yeah, I'm going to link the weather station we use uh, with all of its whole satellite bits um, in the show notes. Um, it's the NetAtmo, uh, for those of you who are wondering, and they're really cool. I can get some really nifty data on it, and the first time it alerted, oh, God, your, your CO2 is high. I about lost it. All right, Sergey, you, you've asked for this. That's right. Man, right between the eye sockets. Yeah. I can't say between the eyes because he's only got the one. Anyway, anyway, move on. Anyway, our first letter is from our friend Natalie. And it starts, of course, as her messages or texts or whatever often start to us, aloha, motherfuckers. We're buddies. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry to hear that daylight savings completely ruined Ursula, and I hope she's made progress toward establishing a more ideal routine. Yes. I recall from a while back that one of Ursula's many writing projects is documenting the ecosystem development of Dog Skull Patch. It's true. And oh dear lord, I would fucking love to read that. Even if it's years from now, the project fascinates me and I love reading Twitter updates about it. I'm glad y'all are all hanging in there and that things have reached a good sort of boring status. I hope that Hound doesn't indulge in any additional nighttime exploratory pursuits to break Wombat House peacetime. Yes, yes, Hound, stay She indoors. can't go outside without supervision anymore, which yeah. generally means I'm walking around for 20 minutes going, Lacey, come on, you, you sniffed that thing three times already, let's go inside. Yes. Um, for me personally, like for so many others, COVID and solo isolation has been a hell of a drug. That said, despite emotional tribulations, the Christmas holidays were particularly difficult. I'm chugging along. Yay! I have a natural affinity to text communication and routine chats with at least one very dear friend in particular has single-handedly kept me sane, especially for those first scary months last year. Animal Crossing's release was also serendipitous. Oh my god, Animal Crossing, I think, did more for mental health during the early days of the pandemic than, like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm athletic, and so there have been many, many, many walks, hikes, and bike rides. Your podcast provided some desperately appreciated emotional support and comfort. Thank you so much for keeping with it, truly. I'm also fairly certain that I have ADD. After hearing you and Ursula analyze the diagnosis and medication process, I absolutely have many of the red flags, but I'm certainly not as clinically significant as Ursula. <laughs> Thank you so much for being shamelessly transparent about it. I've yet to get tested, but I really should. Uh, I hear that a lot from a lot of people, particularly if you follow me on Twitter. Somebody made the point the other day that if you designed, a, if it seems like everyone on Twitter has ADD, it's because it's a self-selecting pool. Because if you designed a method of communication for people with ADD, oh my God, it would be Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> Um, I feel fortunate and grateful to have kept my job as a research scientist, research scientist in an academic laboratory when the pandemic hit. I did get a curveball, though. Last summer, I was awarded a prestigious industry-partnered fellowship. This was phenomenal 
a phenomenal professional opportunity. The two-year fellowship would have given me industry experience, new skills, a significant pay raise, new professional connections, and basically would have set me up for a prosperous future career. I established the collaboration and applied for the fellowship in January, February 2020, as my industry partner had the money to support the project at the time. Oh. Yeah. When the pandemic annihilated their income, the support money vanished, and I had to decline the award. Prosperous future opportunity, poof, gone, sayonara, motherfucker. Oh, Natalie, I'm sorry. And when I received official confirmation that the opportunity was dead, I was over the goddamn moon with unapologetic joy. I was singing to myself out loud when I went for a walk afterwards. I thought to myself, huh, this is an unusual reaction to be getting fucked out of a kick-ass job. Maybe there's something more to this. That 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 does display some self-awareness. Yep. Long story short, I'll need to find new work this year, and while the prospect of job hunting fills me with dread, such events allowed me to reevaluate what's most important to me, my chosen family. I'll be switching my career track and critically return to Montreal. It really is home. I realize the community I built there is irreplaceable and precious. I actually would like to transition out of research, working at a lab bench, doing experiments, so I'm exploring what my options are for that. I've applied to a government position to write and communicate scientific policy. My God, we need those so much. Oh, Um, yes. Good science communicators are worth their weight in um, something more valuable than gold. One of the rare earth metals. Right. Uh, But I'm not holding my breath, and we'll see what other opportunities I come across. I'll keep you posted, and hell, maybe even schedule a follow-up interview in the future to discuss if you'd be interested. Of course I'll be interested. Absolutely. Yeah, no. Thank you for reading. Can't wait to see you all again. Much love, and dear God, please continue to take care of yourselves. Natalie. Come uh, down and visit Natalie. We will make you grits yes. and shrimp and whatever it is Ooh. that hush puppies. And- I haven't made shrimp and grits in a long time. And uh, we'll be fully vaccinated, hopefully, in another month. Yes. So, yeah, Finally, no. our risk factors pay off. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so, uh, no, we, we love you, Natalie. We're very glad to hear you're doing well. Uh, and uh, thank you for the letter, and uh, you know uh, Mikasa Sukasa. And I hope that your your plans for your new direction work fabulously. Absolutely, absolutely. And it's good to figure these things out when you're young rather than being, you know, in your 40s and going, I'm not content. You know, though, it's... It's, the, it's never too late. Never too late really isn't but it's nevertheless a lot easier yeah. when you don't have you know a mortgage and kids and whatnot kids in college that yeah. you pay a mortgage worth for every month yeah says the man who would probably become a chicken farmer if uh, i don't know if i'd be a chicken farmer i, I couldn't do chickens like not on a massive industrial scale. no that, you'd be like the the dude with the free-range chickens in in switzerland or whatever that has the forest chickens for the forest chickens, or the guy with in in Spain with the geese? No, no the 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 guy who has the forest chickens that go out in the woods and lay eggs, and he has a whole bunch of eggs just in this one wooded valley, and he sells forest eggs, and they're like as close to wild as chickens can be, but they're domestic chickens. And uh, you mean going to like with the yeah. South Pacific? Uh, yeah. yeah, while still being domestic chickens, and. Uh, and he's like, no, it is, it is the, the, the woods that this particular forest is what protects them. 
and he has there are so many eggs he has to hire people to help him collect eggs they just go to all the spots in the woods where the chickens lay eggs and yeah i mean i'd probably need hobbies to go with that yeah and you, you should never you know i'm not saying you should never monetize your hobbies but you, you chickens are your hobby yeah 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 Okay, uh, on to our next letter. This one's from Anna, who was on the show, uh, I want to say, last month, maybe the month before. Um, I've recently made a small change to my daily routine that has helped me keep on top of housework and related tasks. I have an ongoing paper list of things that need to be done. I sweep the room, empty the dishwasher, put away clean laundry, and I keep it where I can see it on my desk. That reminds me, we need to put away clean laundry. Yes. I use the built-in alarm function on my Windows machine to remind me to get up and move every at uh, 10 minutes to the hour every day during my working hours. And in those 10 minutes, I tackle one of the housekeeping tasks on my list. During my non-working hours, I often have other things, mainly new music organizing and chart compiling for WRIR, that keep me at my desk, and I use a Pomodoro app on my iPhone to keep me focused on the work. It can be a bit plodding and dull, for 25 minutes at a time with five-minute breaks to do things on my paper to-dos. My day job has a combination of small routine daily tasks and big long-term projects. Having the list of achievable tasks that I can cross off really helps me feel a sense of accomplishment during the long slogs of bigger projects, and my house feels less like an overwhelming mess. I'll have to adjust again when we go back to being in the library more regularly, but for now, I'm very grateful that my working-from-home situation allows me to do this. Thanks for the ongoing inspiration to hack my inherent laziness and find ways to be productive in the midst of all this. Waves hands vaguely. Anna. Um, Actually, yeah, I've taken a lot of my daily sort of things and taken them out of, like, my reminders app because I can just, like, tap down and be done with it uh, and started using a, um, like, daily habit tracker section on my... Uh, planner page, and I have here. I'm going to show it to Ursula. Um, I am looking at it. It's down here where it says things like uh, morning pill, file end of day status, and collect eggs. And I just I check them off as I as I get them done. Or at the end of the day, I look at it and go, well, here are the things I got done. Check, 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 and then go follow up on the things I didn't. I just remembered I need to ask our tax guy to file an extension. So I just. You mean he hasn't already filed an extension? He probably has, and in fact, my letters to my tax guy consist, uh, in this case, of me, exclamation point, husband, extension, eternal gratitude. That was the entire message. Sounds sounds about right. Yeah. Anyway, um, so Stop I'm eating that shawl. Yeah, I'm finding a lot of value in the the sort of daily habit tracker things on a paper planner. Um, and I color code mine, so it's got highlighters for each. You know, like the purple or personal, the blue or work, and orange is on call. And uh, um, Reagan, uh, great friend, listener, yes, former was, guest, was yes, into... um, is modifying one of these pages for me. Unfortunately, I can't redistribute it. But uh, it's like, yeah, we're going to take out this, and we're going to make this smaller, and then make the daily habit thing bigger, because habits than... Can Reagan sell them, or is it... No. Oh, because it's a modification. Because of a modification of somebody else's. I mean, there is a... For a fee, you can buy the rights to sell printed copies and modified printed copies from this particular person. So this is, I'm guessing, one of the places where all the did 
for all the planner people because they all have the same base designs with little tweaks. I'm wondering if this isn't one of the places where they're getting the base. Gotcha. Um, side effect, it doesn't allow for digital distribution in that pack. So, I don't know. Uh, but I'm going to have something a little more custom for me. And uh, uh, probably later tonight, actually. Thank you, Reagan. All right. Uh, from Marina in Italy. Ooh. Yep. Uh, Dear Ursula and Kevin, I discovered Productivity Alchemy at the start of 2020 after having devoured and loved immensely the Hitmonat. Two wildly different shows. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, very, very different. It might come as no surprise that I love Productivity Alchemy, too. I've been sort of bullet journaling for a year now with stops and starts and keeping only the parts of the whole system that work for me, as both you and your guests suggested countless of times regarding both journaling and many other fields. It's oh, my God. Only partly a cult. <laughs> um, I'm not writing just to tell you how much I love you two and your podcasting work, but also to tell Kevin that he has my sympathy in his hatred for the feminine handwriting swooshy font used in planners <laughs> and etc. As expressed in episode 190. Swooshy font. Personally, I find those kinds of fonts simply great on my nerves for some reasons I couldn't pinpoint. Then I attended a very simple but highly valuable calligraphy course, and lo and behold, my calligraphy teacher hated those fonts. And she had uh, very objective reasons. She could go into the longest, most entertaining rants against those fonts about how those swishy, fake handwriting fonts are ugly and an abomination against calligraphy and explain in details why you can't have letters spearing and almost piercing each other like that. That's a sin against letters. So there's that. <laughs> I hope everything is going well at Wombat House. Lots of love to the whole gang uh, from far away. Pardon any mishap in grammar, etc. Second languages are a pain in the ass sometimes. Uh, from Marina. Awesome. No, um, that's great. I almost want to meet this teacher just to hear these rants. Seriously. Uh, I think, uh, if nothing else, I could do. We could do potato rant, calligraphy rant. Um, you know, uh, you will not feed yourself off of a backyard garden rant, calligraphy rant, uh. um, and so on and so forth. <laughs> Hi, Sergey. We all have so many rants. Yeah. Uh, and then throw in the um, the Milton Hershey is spinning in his grave, what have you done to chocolate rant, just for some variety. You know, and, and <laughs> if we run out of those rants, when we run out of steam, you can just have Shepard in and ask them about the Navy. Or, right? Or uh, Merino sheep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Last letter. This one's from Leslie. Uh, hi, Kevin and Ursula. Always enjoy listening to your episodes as I enjoy hearing about someone's job as much as how they keep themselves organized. So continued thanks for that. I'm a longtime fountain pen user and I'm constantly surprised at how many pens and inks I have. The collecting starts out innocent enough and the next thing you know, your 10 becomes 100. One thing I will say that helps me, at least, is getting ink samples. I get the thrill of trying new ink without the cost of space or investment or cost or space investment. Uh, believe it or not, after a, a while, one turquoise ink is close enough to another turquoise ink, so that's helped curb my ink purchases. Don't have a Diamine writer's blood yet. I did, however, break down and buy several KWZ inks, Discovery Green, Sheen Machine 1, and Sheen Machine 2. I love some of these names. I oh, love yeah. these machine names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, only because I was buying some new paper to try, Cosmo Air Light. And one can't just buy paper without ink. Uh, uh, 
all this today that is all, all this is to say that you would like samples of these just if you would like samples of these just let me know believe it or not i'm not trying to enable but i find sharing means paper and inks get used up faster it's true. I try to listen on my drive to work and while at work, but I'm always about a month behind. Too many podcasts, so little time. Cheers, Leslie. You know, the thing is, I, I, I don't feel the need to get ink after ink after ink. I have three inks right now, and I'm not feeling a burning desire to replace them. Um, I mean, I kind of have to support the evil company, or you know, use up the evil company inks so that I can get different companies ink. But then I discovered in my box, someone had gifted me, thank you, Michelle, an entire bottle of uh, Raven Black ink from uh, Lavenger. I'm just like, okay, that just extends the time I have black inks before I have to even think about finding another good black ink. The writer's blood is lovely. I do enjoy it. Uh, but I'm not in a rush to use it up. And uh, the it's called Nightshade from the Evil Ink Company. Uh, and so now I'm looking for something in a very dark eggplant color for when that runs out. Because I'm not giving the Evil Ink Company any more money or linking to them from the site. Alrighty. So, yes. Uh, and if you need to know which one is the Evil Ink Company, it won't take you long to figure it out. So there's that. That's all our letters this week. I will add one tidbit that mm -hmm. uh, this wasn't a letter. This was uh, my mother texting me, actually. Oh, dear God. Uh, you were wa We were watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. We were. And uh, without any spoilers, the therapist in, oh in the show yeah, uses... Uh, what model was it again? That's a um, tool, tool. Uh, leather brown... Um, I believe they call that a junior size. It's basically an A5 or half letter size notebook. Yes, uh, during the, the therapy appointment. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, was, I was cackling, you know, on Twitter about this. And my mother, who follows my Twitter, which I still have mixed feelings about. Um, I'm sorry, Mom, I am a horrible person, but it's, it's okay. I'm sorry you have to see all these things about me. But uh, she texts me to say, wait, Kevin likes Tool? Yes, yeah. Kevin likes Tool. Uh, I use a Tool notebook. I've used one for years. I have like three. I keep everything in them. I would be lost without them. So there's there's another vote in the family for Tool. Well, not everything I have is Tool, but a lot of it is. Um, I like their papers. I'm pretty pleased with their monthly planner pages. We'll talk more about that in a couple episodes. The disc bound, bound yeah, disc bound. But the, the the really nice thing is, I like that I have so much variety in supplies now. You know, it's not like um, the hunt for just the right size and number of holes you need for um, the uh, the file effects or you know all the other stuff. So. It's it's very there's lots. It's getting dark out, so we should probably wrap this up so you can go put your chickens. Yeah, away. well, so what we're gonna do is, is we're gonna take a short break, and I'm gonna go put the chickens away while that happens, and uh, we'll be back to talk to you after this.
And we are back. Woo-hoo. So. I watered tomatoes. You did, and I, I made sure uh, chickens got put away. I don't know if the people who watch Chicken Cam get me get to hear me saying goodnight to each chicken individually, but I do. Oh. By name. I did not know that. Well, I mean, it's also a way for me to, like, keep track of, of who's there. And if, I, if I'm missing a name, then I have to go looking. Um, anyway, uh, many thanks to uh, Natalie, Anna, Marina, and Leslie for writing in. There were only four letters. There were show. only four letters. Um, it's a four-letter show. So, in fact, that means that uh, we have four-letter word as our badge code for this week. The number four-letter word all mushed together. That's our badge code this week. <laughs> <coughs> Because uh, it just seemed appropriate. Indeed, indeed. Indeed, indeed. And uh, so you can get your badge at ProductivityAlchemy.com. Just find that little uh, box for badge codes. and It will tell you what they're for and how to use them and what to do with them and all that good stuff. Yep, and I'm keeping an eye to see what new things the company that makes the add-on I use for the badges is putting into place. Because they, they do some occasional cool things. So, yeah. Um, it being a letter show... Um, I should mention that the other thing you can find on the website is a link to support us. And to send us letters. And to send us letters. Yes. yes. yes Kevin loves your letters. I do. Uh, I love getting them. I love reading them. And if you tell me not to read it on air, I won't. Yes. So. But, yeah. Uh, yeah so send us letters. Yeah. You can also, if you want, give us money. But as always, don't. Don't. Uh, we're we're doing fine. Yeah, life is good. Uh, we will tell you if that changes. We yeah. don't have a specific charity this week, but uh, have you considered your local food bank? Yeah, uh, especially if you happen to have an excess of eggs. Uh, I know <laughs> that no food banks do really like to accept fresh eggs. Now we're not quite at that point yet, but I can see a point in the future. Yes, as you're. Ten chicks arrive. We'll see how many are roosters. Just assume they're all roosters until proven otherwise. Well, yeah, that's that's how it works. They don't yes. get names until they're, you know, proven to be hens or the keeper rooster. Yes. Uh, and this is this is the start of a multi-year project for me. Yes. So I expect to have a lot of excess eggs in upcoming years. And uh, how you, you said there were like seven dozen in the fridge recently. Uh, yeah, but we've cooked and eaten them, and we're it's almost time to cook and eat more. Yes. Because I have a personal goal of eating at least two eggs a day that I've been maintaining now for the Hard-boiled almost... eggs are honestly like the perfect snack. Yeah. If you need the protein yeah. boost. Uh, quick breakfast. Um, you know, I chop two up and put them in my lunchtime salad. Yep. Or if I'm not having a lunchtime salad, I just have two eggs. I'm probably going to pickle some eggs. Uh, because it's spring and nothing says spring to me like pickled beet pickled eggs. You're, You're giving have to me buy the, the beets somewhere else because I am not growing beets. No, no, I have I have cans of beets. Oh, okay. Uh, in the pandemic supplies in the ah, garage. Yeah. Um, but anyway, your food bank. Yes, yes give it go, to your food bank. Go um, find them. The big giving seasons tend to be towards the end of the year, and uh, this is when things, you know, <laughs> people aren't donating as much. So check them out. Also, uh, a lot of them are going to be uh, starting to deal with kids who are out of school. They've mm-hmm. already had the weirdness of kids not being in school, getting school lunches, and yep. that's a huge uh, hunger problem. I know yeah. our uh, our local area does uh, the woman who runs the Greek restaurant in town 
partners with the schools just basically mm-hmm. sent home backpacks of food with the kids. Yep. And uh, so, yeah. And, and I mean, that's the thing. One of the, everybody's like, oh, would you like to give this can, give this can. Um, cans are okay, but honestly, food banks need money. They do have to buy produce. It may be discounted, but like... And they can buy in bulk yeah. in ways that you and I can't, so... Yeah, and yeah. I mean, part of their stuff is to basically buy a 100-pound bag of rice, break it into individual one-pound ba- package packages, and then distribute those. Yeah, so and with, you know, there are lots of other mm-hmm. things that can be done like that, that it's just much easier to give them cash than that can of nearly expired pumpkin pie filling or French cut green beans. Which is what happens a lot around Thanksgiving and such. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, if if you can, please volunteer with them. They also need help but if you can't and you're going to support us monetarily uh, consider giving it to your local food bank instead yeah much rather it go there and if you can do neither we understand completely we have both been there at various points oh, in yeah. our lives think good thoughts yep write a letter write a letter uh tell your friends yes. like us on facebook we have a facebook page that gets updates with the episode every week we have um uh i no, that's really the big one. I'm on all. I've, I've made sure every time a new podcasting service comes out, we're on it. So, um, you know, point your friends at it. Share. We, we love new listeners. We love hearing from new listeners. And uh, all that being said, you know, thank you all for listening and putting up with us this week and writing in. And do your best to uh, stay productive. Buy all the plants. Plant the plants. You know you want to. You want chickens. You really want chickens. Chickens are awesome.